Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Plan B Success. We have Shay Leonard today from Midland, Texas. Now, Shay is a certified physician assistant who practices functional medicine and health coaching around functional medicine. Now, we'll find out about functional medicine in a moment and what it's all about and what Shay does there, but I'm sure it's something to do with your genetics and taking stock of your situation and then customizing medicine for yourself. You know, I'm just saying it based on the words functional and medicine. But uh, let's welcome Shay and then we'll go from there. So welcome, Shay. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on here with you today. Same here. So why don't we begin with what what is functional medicine? Yeah, perfect. I think that's a great question to start with. And really, it kind of comes to a comparison of what is the typical conventional medicine model look like, which which tends to be, you know, what I was trained in. I went to PA school um, at Texas Tech and, and went through a conventional medicine program where I learned so much valuable information about how to treat, recognize symptoms, prescribe certain medications, the pharmacology behind everything. And it was great. And I still use that education now. What I felt and came came later to find out was missing was kind of this root cause focus of, of what more can we do that's not just prescriptions or just treating one symptom at a time. And that's where functional medicine comes in. And it's very much a more root cause focus. If you have, for instance, headaches or anxiety, recognizing them as a signal from the body instead of a, a symptom to treat with a prescription saying, hey, this is coming from something where let's dig deeper, let's find out the root cause and, and really give power back to the patient or client to start healing um, their own dynamics through natural lifestyle changes and things like that, really addressing the root cause. And I think that's a really great, simple way to explain the difference. Awesome. So let's talk about you. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into health? Yes, absolutely. My aunt is a uh, MD. She's a physician. And so I have wanted to be uh, just like her, a doctor since I was little and um, loved medicine early on. I ultimately decided to go down the PA route instead of medical school route based on learning what a PA did and was. I didn't know that they existed. I didn't realize that they could do a lot of the same things. They had more flexibility. Schooling was a little shorter. So I ended up choosing that route. And um, really it was through my own health crisis. I, I really struggled with my health early on around 16 years old, had pretty severe health issues going on. And, and um, that really kind of continued and spurred on my desire to be in medicine and, and help other people maybe that were going through similar things as I was and um, that type of thing. So I went through PA school, got a normal PA job, you know, working eight to six, seeing 35 people a day and uh, quickly realized that I don't know if that's for me. <laughs> I'm not sure that I, I'm ready for that. And, and I really kept doing it. You know, I did it for, you know, seven years and ended up going into psychiatry and learned a lot about that. And and ultimately last year over COVID uh, decided that I wanted to pursue functional medicine and uh, started functional medicine school, opened my own uh, practice or business uh, doing health coaching, not using my license at all, definitely using the education, um, you know, and a lot of my experience, but with new education and a different background uh, to lead me to where I am today. So your introduction to functional medicine, was that as a part of your own health condition? 
Exactly. Yes, it was. And it, it actually is interesting because I, you know, mentioned I went through PA school. I was a, a PA at the time. I was surrounded by physicians. I had seen many specialists from New York to all over the country to help me in my specific health crisis. And I never felt heard or seen or listened to. And, and really no one ever gave me any real answers. And to be honest, they didn't ask me any really common questions. It was more, this is what you have. You're going to have it forever. Take this prescription for it. Good luck. Well, it never worked. Um, it never helped me. I never felt better. And I just never, I felt, I personally felt like there was more to the story, you know, and that was me as a PA. I was a PA practicing this, trying to see and treat 35 people a day. And I myself felt horrible. I wasn't getting um, the medicine that I felt I needed through conventional medicine. I almost quit um, being a PA in my first year because I was so sick and, and tired and stressed and miserable from the day to day. And um, I finally met a functional medicine pharmacist who became a mentor, an amazing friend of mine. I cherish her so much. She asked me questions no one had ever asked me before. She had me do hard things like change my diet and, um, you know, really start healing my gut and my brain and working on mindset and so many different things. And it changed my life. And I am not on prescriptions any longer. I am thriving more than I ever had before. And I recognized what a disservice that maybe I had done by not digging into my patients at the time further and, and asking more questions about, you know, functional medicine aspects and really giving them the power back to heal instead of taking the power away from them by saying, you know, you just have this forever. You're going to take this forever. And believe me, I am so thankful for conventional medicine and I'm not against medications. They're amazing for stabilization. They're life-saving, you know, oh my gosh, I, I have seen the power in them, but 90% of the time, um, there's something deeper we can do, you know, most chronic disease out there nowadays is preventable and reversible. And, and I don't necessarily think that that is the narrative that our, um, patients and clients are receiving nowadays, um, that these things are reversible and preventable. So, so where does, uh, you know, your genetic makeup and learning about that come into play in functional medicine? How does that really happen? Yeah, that's really interesting because I actually learned about genetic testing in a conventional medicine model, which is very rare. I was working with an amazing um, friend and physician uh, from, he originally, he was originally born and raised in medical school in India. He came over here. I worked with him for five years. He's brilliant. And uh, he taught me about genetic testing in psychiatry. And uh, we started using it in psychiatry to help figure out some genetic predispositions towards, you know, things like depression and anxiety and things like that. And so that's where I started learning about it. Now it wasn't until, and it was kind of a similar thing. You have this gene, there's not much we can do about it, but it makes, it helps me figure out what is going on with you. And hopefully it gives you some information about what's going on with you. There's a few things we can alter, um, but it's more just kind of, um, it was more of an in informative. Well, in functional medicine, we learn about the importance of epigenetics. Epigenetics is the ability to alter DNA expression through your environment. 
well, that's all that matters. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not necessarily the genes. We know we can't change them. And I felt like that wasn't maybe necessarily as effective at um, promoting health as it was another label, you know, for them to hold on to forever. But epigenetics was, it gave power back to the patient and client again saying, Hey, your environment, your choices day to day can actually alter genetic expression. Your thoughts can buy, um, alter biochemical, uh, biochemistry and things. And so epigenetics is really where it's at. So I do genetic testing. I still do it. And it helps me give an idea to the client what genes are going on. But then I immediately say, but this is the way that we can alter the expression of it. You're not doomed forever to, you know, this MTHFR, which is associated with depression. No, no, no. I'm never going to tell you you're going to struggle with depression forever. We know we have this gene. What can we optimize? How can we really make sure that we have the, the methylated B vitamins and the dietary stuff and stress reduction and all of these things to really turn off that gene or express it differently? And that's where genetics and epigenetics is really paramount. It needs to be something we're practicing in every, every type of medicine. And how important is mindset um, and you know visualization and those things in this whole journey? Number one, <laughs> number one, I would say we know, um, we know now peer reviewed the power of placebo. There's real research out there now done in hospitals. This isn't woo woo talking about the power of placebo and the power of the mind and, and what your thought patterns and the story you tell yourself every day, how it not only impacts your quantum field or your, you know, desires and your ability to accomplish goals, but it also impacts your epigenetics, your biochemistry, your hormones, your nutrition, your diet, everything, your neurotransmitters, it impacts everything. And so it's really interesting. You know, we have 75,000 thoughts on average a day. Well, if most of those are negative, you can imagine what that's doing physically to your body, not just the limiting beliefs of, you know, not following a career and, and whatnot. It's all connected, but when we really give that power to change and rewire your brain and have positive affirmations and take time to visualize your health and your future and your desires, it truly changes your biochemistry and um, can prevent chronic disease and heal chronic disease. Absolutely. Now, you know, one, I just want to step back on, on the title you hold physician assistant. Now yeah. that's, you know, I've read over the last two years, that's one of the most in-demand careers that's out there. Can yeah. you, for the sake of listeners, explain what a physician assistant truly is? Yes, we have been voted on Forbes, like, you know, top job, you know, multiple times. And, and that's why I ended up picking it, to be honest, instead of going down the traditional medical route is because there's so much more flexibility. So it's a two and a half year program or so you do have to have a, a, biology degree and prereqs and, and so on and so forth to get in. And it's, it's pretty um, competitive. And then it's just really rapid. I mean, it was crazy. It was hard. <laughs> I don't remember much about it, but it was just all the time constant, but you are able to prescribe medications. You are able to take insurance and diagnose and treat but you are working with a supervising provider. Now they don't even have to be in the same country. Um, they just have to be available via telecommunication. And so depending on who you work with, you can have different dynamics where you're working with your supervising provider 
constantly every day. You might have more of a dynamic like I had where I was an independent contractor. I really worked solely um, under his supervision. He taught me amazing things. And if I needed him, I called him. But other than that, I had a lot of autonomy. And, um, and so really you have flexibility to move about, which is why I like it compared to like a nurse practitioner, which people are also familiar with. They have to pick a specialty and um, PAs can do cardiology one week and they can switch to psychiatry the next week if someone will hire them. So a lot of flexibility for me. I did like that because I tend to like change. Um, I didn't realize how much I needed change until this past year, but um, I did like that aspect and I still believe it's an amazing, amazing career. Yeah. Thanks for that. So mm -hmm. when you talk about functional medicine, do you see it more as a way of life? Um, can it be turned into a way of life where you don't worry about it only when you're sick, but even during times where you're well and you can keep yourself well? Yeah, absolutely. I think that that is what, you know, functional medicine, we do functional medicine testing and a little bit more in-depth stuff, but it all comes down to addressing the root cause. It's more of a traditional type medicine, you know, like we used to, you know, what we eat matters, what we think about matters, the toxins that we take in matter, you know, um, crappy food, toxins and stress. That's really what's contributing to chronic disease. I mean, it, it's really simple. And so when we can address those through lifestyle changes day to day, avoiding crappy food, avoiding toxins and managing stress properly. Yeah. We can create a resilient body. And that's really what functional medicine is about. Is there a chance I get the flu? Sure. Is there a chance I have these things? Sure. Am I going to have bad days? Sure. But my body is mentally, emotionally, spiritually resilient and health repels disease. So, um, recognizing that the stronger I am, the more I can really tolerate these ebb and flows, we're going to be exposed to toxins and everything forever. And it's just really about making sure our body's strong enough to deal with that. Um, autoimmune diseases and cancer, it's at an all time high. I mean, we're seeing this stuff so early on and, and all of that's an inflammatory response to those three things, crappy food, toxins, and stress. Now, how does one reduce and manage stress? So there's two types of stress. You can have physical stress or emotional stress and both cause stress on the body. Um, so emotional stress, you know, trauma, abuse, your environment, your negative thought patterns, all of that stuff plays a huge role on your development of chronic disease or your inability to be resilient. And so any type of stress reducing activities for emotional, definitely grounding and earthing, going outside, bare feet in the grass, meditation, visualization, those two things alone, meditation and lives listening to 528 Hertz music has been shown to reduce cortisol, getting adequate sleep, making self-care a priority, respecting your body and respecting your health by what you eat and what you do day to day. Now, physical stressors like food sensitivities, um, toxins, infections, overgrowth or viral um, activations, different things like that, too much exercise, low calorie, low carb diet, all of those things can cause a physical stress on the body. And um, sometimes it's simple as you need to stop working out. I've had that conversation with people. You're doing too much every day. You're living in this constant fight or flight sympathetic dominant state and your body thinks that it's running for its life so we really need to start doing more things like yoga and 
really the same thing, grounding and earthing, Epsom salt baths, working on meditation and gratitude. All of those things are powerful, powerful tools to reduce stress as, as well as their supplements and adaptogenic herbs and remedies I like to use as well. And when it comes to gaining and keeping more energy, what would you suggest? Really the same thing, you know, when we have issues with energy or low energy, it's most often due to crappy food toxins and stress, which is causing a stress type feeling, a sympathetic dominant state on our whole body. And we've, we just try to power through, we say, oh, that's okay. I'm going to drink three cups of coffee instead. And I'll have that extra snicker bar so that I can get through the day instead of really honoring what's going on. We're tired for a reason. We're not giving our body the nutrients or the rest and relaxation that it needs. We need to promote a parasympathetic state. So if we can really get into this rest and digest, sleeping well, um, gratitude, thankfulness, all of that is going to give energy, but we have to take away those stressors, making sure that we replenish the nutrients we need. We might be severely ma um, magnesium deficient or our Bs, um, all our methylated B vitamins might be completely depleted. All of those things play a huge role in um, energy. So it can be different for each person, but typically it comes down to the same things. So as for your uh, functional medicine coaching practice, what, what exactly do you do when you talk about coaching? Yes. Yeah, so it was a big change for me. You know, I don't use my license anymore. I'm not prescribing medication. Um, and yeah, was there a tiny ego thing for a minute? Yeah, but it lasted probably 30 minutes. And I realized I'm still helping people. And that was what my why was to begin with. And I have found I feel much more helpful now. I feel like I'm actually making sustainable changes for people and myself. I went through the same thing. It helps me with my accountability um, for myself and, and my health. And so I feel so much better about it um, now than, than even then. Awesome. And in terms of uh, your practice and people that are interested in learning yeah. more about functional medicine, how do they reach you? So I do health coaching now to answer your question before a little bit more in detail. And I, I do something called a total health reset program. And I wrote this program to be specifically this way. You can go see a functional medicine provider with one-off appointments and, um, and that's fine. You know, you go see them once, you maybe see them again in three months and it kind of gets a little bit into that conventional medicine model, which I did not want. So my six month program is concierge. I text my clients often and I see them weekly, weekly for six months, texting all the time. I have clients texting me all day, every day. And I love it because it's really, we're, we're making huge lifestyle changes and they need support and they need accountability. And that's where I needed it. I didn't want someone to tell me, go paleo, take these five vitamins and see you in three months, because in three months I'm going to come back and I probably didn't do any of it. And, um, and so even in functional medicine, there's a big part of needing that type of support. So with my clients, I do six months. I do a lot of functional medicine testing, genetics, nutrient testing, heavy metals, micro um, hormones, really in-depth testing, stool testing to really figure out some root causes, address and, and um, allow their body to heal. And then lots of education, inspiration and empowerment for them. And um, I'm on social media at Shay Leonard. I often post on there and my website is www.shayleonard.com. You can apply there 
and I will um, give you a call and do a 15 minute free consultation just to chat about your health goals and concerns. And for those that are aspiring to kind of go down the physician assistant path, any words of recommendation? Yes, I, I think it's a great career path. For me, what was different was I realized I didn't want to work eight to six um, and see 35 people a day. <laughs> that wasn't for me. And I wanted to have a lot more flexibility and change. If you are someone who, you know, that works well for, um, then amazing. I think it's a great career. You can do different things. Um, you can change your mind. I would choose it again, truly because I learned so much from that. I love functional medicine school more than I love PA school. I, I mean, I love it. Um, I'm learning so much more than I could have ever imagined, but, um, but yeah, PA program's a great career and it is worth it to go through that. Can functional medicine and conventional medicine kind of go together as well? They should be. And I pray and hope that that's where we're headed. I know that the provider that I was working with before we did something I called integrative medicine, and that is where we want to be headed, where there is this ability to have conventional medicine and functional medicine. And what I'm seeing is the conventional medicine doctors with how everything is set up, they're not finding time to spend 30, 45 minutes with a patient every week. They don't have time, right? So looking at hiring a health coach onto the practice or a nutritionist onto the practice that they can see in addition to prescribing the meds, I think it's a great, easy way to integrate it. So it doesn't all fall on the physician, you know, that if they don't have time, they have a lot of people, they've got a lot going on. Well, let's bring on someone whose job is to educate. That would be an amazing start. And I, I definitely think that's where we need to be headed. Awesome. Well, Shay, thank you so much for joining us today. And introducing us to functional medicine, as well as uh, career opportunities with physician assistants. I'm sure a lot of people will take heed and might be reaching out to you on your website. Before I let you go, any last words of advice for the listeners in terms of what they can do to make their health better? Yes, make sleep a priority and stress reduction a priority. Take a break, listen to your body, don't ignore it, don't try to band-aid it with more caffeine and sugar. You know, take those days off if you need to. Make sure you're trying to get eight to nine hours of rest every night and don't live in that constant go, 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 do, do, do. I know that's what modern society is telling us to do, but it really is not to be dramatic, it's killing us. So we need to really uh, take a step back. Awesome, thank you so much for joining us and wish you the very best with your coaching practice. Thank you so much.